O great spirit, whose voice I hear in the winds and whose breath gives life to all the world, hear me. I am small and weak. I need your strength and wisdom. Let me walk in beauty and make my eyes ever behold the red and purple sunset. Make my hands respect the things you have made and my ears sharp to hear your voice. Make me wise so that I may understand the things you have taught my people. Let me learn the lessons you have hidden in every leaf and rock. I seek strength not to be superior to my brother, but to fight my greatest enemy, myself. Make me always ready to come to you with clean hands and straight eyes, so that when life fades as the fading sunset, my spirit will come to you without shame. American Indian, Lakota Chief Yellow Lark, 1887. Welcome. I know that um, you know why we're all here, to celebrate the life and legacy of Eddie Fitzpatrick. And several speakers will share their personal memories and friendship with Eddie, the, th the life things like his work, his interests, friendships, and all the stuff that makes up an incredibly rich life. About a month ago, Diane asked me to help her create a Facebook event page for this event after Deirdre Nice had graciously offered the space here at the St. Lawrence. It's truly a fitting place to have it here, just a few blocks from where Diane and Eddie's home was, is on O'Brien Street. In short order, Mary Ledoux Payne offered to organize the farmer's table. David Wade collected photographs of Eddie. And so, so many people have turned out to help, and Diane is so grateful to you. Some of you have offered to share your personal memories that you have of Eddie. And they're also, so you'll hear those speakers, but there's also gonna be a time during the reception for people to, uh, if, if you feel so moved, to share and also to raise a toast to Eddie. My friendship with Eddie is comparatively short, spanning a dozen years. I first met Eddie at my gallery, which he generally frequented during the first Friday art walk. He would come in with Diane, and in fact, when I think about it, you could be assured that if you saw Diane, then you would most certainly see Eddie, or vice versa. And Diane was always carrying her camera. I saw them more frequently when Eddie stopped working at the Pepper Club. Eddie and Diane's visits to the gallery were always a pleasure. Eddie is a raconteur and loved to chat me up. He loved looking at the art and would talk about a particular piece or about the artist. My favorite memory was when he was visiting the gallery and a Bernard Langley show was up. He thoroughly enjoyed himself sharing his thoughts about each of the pieces and about Langley. Eddie's visits to the gallery were hugely satisfying and I greatly appreciated his time that he spent there with me. His enjoyment and enthusiasm felt like an endorsement of my efforts there at the gallery. After organizing the poetry reading for inaugural poet Richard Blanco at Merrill Auditorium in 2013, Eddie shared his amazement that a night of poetry in Portland could fill 1,700 plus seats and thank me for my efforts. His pure delight and appreciation was wonderful and his saying so meant a great deal to me. I loved the interest that Diane and Eddie took in me and what I was doing. 
As recently as last year, they visited, visited with me at the Algonquin Museum of American Art, where I was the interim that year. Later, they came to my Christmas tea party that I had in my little apartment on High Street. Eddie got quite a laugh when I showed him where I stored my bed. Uh, I put it in the bathtub and, uh, <laughs> so that I could make room for the party. Uh, do you guys know that Eddie loves to eat? <laughs> he loved that I had roasted a huge spiral glazed ham using my own recipe. And he, he loved that I had a whole turkey on the table. He told me so over and over and over and over again each trip to the table, just about just how impressed he was. We're here to learn more about Eddie from his long time and his short time friends. Eddie's life is like a thread from a beautiful tapestry. His thread, his life, woven with so many others over the many years yielding a rich tapestry that is our lives together. And I just want to say um, my, my condolences to, to June and to Nick and to Diane and to everyone here. Um, the Fitzpatrick name is a legacy deeply woven into the fabric of Portland ever since June and Eddie moved here to a sleepy Portland town in the early 60s. And um, you, know, you just can't think about what the art scene and the food scene uh, would be if they weren't here. And you know, just think about it. Other people too, but particularly those guys. And um, I just want to say, uh, here's to Eddie, a Renaissance man. Thank you.